0: of the podcast dungeon you have come across another goddamn horror podcast with graham fay jonas barnes and ryan danby
1: <laughs> a proud member of the publicly beautiful podcast welcome everybody to uh, yet another exciting episode of another goddamn horror podcast i'm one of your hosts i am ryan danley coming to you from a uh, dark um it's it's actually we're gonna, i'm gonna release this tomorrow and it's new year's eve uh which yeah. is which is the king of the bro holidays i think it's the if you're really great at new year's eve you win a gold medal at the bro olympics you know what i mean and um (laughs) uh, i don't know why all of our holidays are just like 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 ridiculous like it is really like fundamentally like a like a flawed part of our society like everything they are like like hey it's new year's eve let's drink and break things and drive drunk hey it's it's uh, st patrick's day let's celebrate the irish by drinking hey it's cinco de mayo let's stand in a parking lot with a like with a easy up in front of a in front of a shitty. Anyways, I'm going to complain. Is that okay? Is You're playing. Listen. Yeah, you know, yeah, I... yeah.
0: It's real you... dumb out there right now. Yeah,
1: it's real dumb.
2: And like you guys know that I'm very much a cab, just like everybody else uh, that subscribes to us, because that's really our whole energy. But also, the police presence needs to be a little higher at the Olympics. just a little bit. <laughs> like it needs. That's the only time I'm really going to say, like, fucking show up a little bit more, beat them up.
1: Yeah, beat... I mean, oh, right. Okay. Is... Maybe <laughs> it is funny because as a cab as I am, when I do see videos that involve like different types of people in vulnerable classes i'm actually i think they're just beating the wrong people um but anyways um <laughs> what do i know um yeah so um otherwise i'm doing good uh what's up jonas how's uh, how's uh, bushwick
2: Uh, sure it's fucking new year's eve it's fantastic no it's uh dog shit (laughs) but um there's like there's things on fire which is cool um there's already buildings on fire which actually that is is fun
3: actually that's making
2: me super happy my citizen (laughs) app has been going off saying there's people fighting in the streets and there's buildings on fire i'm like fuck yeah it is like that's how you guys should do it just and you know what eat yourselves but, like do the, but,
1: do, do. but do this on like june 3rd too that's my oh, yeah. that's you know what i mean if we're gonna <laughs> keep up this energy if we're if we're gonna do the purge shit don't do it for the bro olympics you know what i mean no, like no. do it for like some real shit j- graham how about you how about how's flatbush
0: no i was gonna i plan on spending the next few days inside uh then there was a cat emergency so i'm forced to go outside for the next two days uh, about six blocks away and mm-hmm. i did that already tonight and it sucks out there uh but no one's being real loud just real dumb yeah it's just real a bunch yep. of dummies running around you know who's to not- to their parties
1: yeah you know who's not dumb though i do Who's that <laughs> our guest it's true it's true our guest <laughs> is not dumb our He's guest not is d- actually
2: our guest is, is a pretty fucking awesome dude i've known this guy for a long time i've known our guest for i would say probably almost 15 years at this point because i knew him way back in the day when i started comedy back in the pacific northwest i knew him when everybody knew him by his name of david tv <laughs> but that is not what he goes by anymore he goes by his real last name uh thank you for coming on to the show david Twitty. how's it going man
3: hey what's up yeah I'm, I'm not dumb I'm smart okay <laughs> it's
4: true <laughs> I'm
3: smart enough to know that there's not a carceral solution for bros man these no. need to be handled at. these things need to be handled at a community level they do, <laughs> they do exactly
1: no it's true i mean i think that's the problem is is that like how much of a like how much of a bro do you have to be to fight the bros you know what i mean it's true. like you can stare into the broness for so long until you realize that you're a little bit of bro yourself
2: <laughs> but the you broness <laughs> stares also into you exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> i think like, what we need <laughs> is we need all of us to be a neighborhood watch but only to slap the jaeger out of the bros hands <laughs> Right. Like we exactly. just bro watch fucking stop it yeah
1: that's like that's like that's like just like double downing the broness you know what i mean like when you slap the yegger out of your hand because it's a bro move but yeah. like for goodness you know what exactly, i mean yeah, like yeah.
2: i'm using i'm using yeah. this i'm using bro for good so i'm gonna slap you until you drop your roofies Fucking, <laughs> i'm gonna <brat>. come in
0: <laughs> second at least here and talk about how i met david like i don't know like eight or ten years ago maybe at the nest uh which by the way is not looking good uh oh, no <laughs> <laughs> it just looks like if there's graffiti on it it looks trash they were supposed to knock it down and build something new and then something went wrong with the sale so now it's oh, just a fucking empty building
3: that place closed during COVID.
0: No, it closed no, no, after. It, after. it closed last oh, okay. year, I think. Yeah, like a year ago. Uh, I think it it's sucks. converted into the
3: asbestos
2: comedy club, actually. What <laughs> <it's probably. laughs> Pretty much.
0: Um, but uh, at Big Break there, uh, that was one of my favorite things in New York City ever. Uh, was Big Break, and David used to be on it a bunch. And he was always one of my favorite comics on there. My wife and I looked forward every time we saw the, the lineup and stuff. We were like, fucking Twitty's there. This is going to be dope and so yeah so i've known him less time too but (laughs) now i'm not the least (laughs) but oddly
1: (laughs) so oddly you might be the first guest that all three of us know from separate situations you know Uh and we all we know we we know you all from comedy but like from different like different scenarios and um um i've known you the least amount of time but like and when i met you i was like hey fuck this guy it's another white Comic in town, which means less <laughs> billing for me. Um, and you can't that, have that attitude in Portland, right? But he's That's but he's that much, but he's that much better than you know. I mean, David's a fucking top tier comic. I mean, period. And like and, true. and like and like, I'm like right the way down. I'm down that list. You know what I mean? So just him coming in just like pushes me down like another notch. So um, this is really just a resent factor. <laughs> um,
0: you know, no, I feel it's like a, when when I found out that he lived out there uh because i didn't know and then i think you were like on a gig and i mentioned it and you're like oh yeah and then you never really said anything i was like he's awesome you should hang out and you're like whatever i see him but then like as you (laughs) got to know him more you're like Oh, I want this guy on the podcast. This you're like, this guy fucking great. rules. <laughs> no, I
1: know. I've always liked it from the beginning. I was just like, you're like, oh, yeah, there's a comic out there who's great and stuff like that. It's like,
3: there's like, yeah, another right. white guy.
1: <laughs> wow. It's a comic.
3: My classic catchphrase <laughs> here comes another white guy. I feel like, but like, okay,
2: I have to say this, though. If you're in Portland, though, like, and I know that, like, there is a thing about that, obviously. Yes, another white guy in the comedy scene. What do we fucking need? Not that. But in Portland, that's kind of what's there like it just it sucks but that's kind of what's fucking there i feel like you guys can only be surprised if like a new black comic shows up. you be like oh shit another one like it fucking, <laughs> i hate to say it like that but it's true that's portland
1: like, it, it, is a, it is it, it is a very a very white male dominated comedy scene and um... it is
3: also comedy in general i mean it's like not yeah. as much as even it was when i first started but like it's still a lot of white dudes because that's yeah. like that's who who ends up being like, I don't know, in their 20s and going like, everyone should listen to what I have to say. <laughs> I think, yeah. Well, I think the thing is, a lot of of,
1: we've all been told we've been told we can do shit and we kind of believe that
4: you know what i mean <laughs> like we, like, there's
1: like a buy-in on the like we can do shit things where like because like everything we see like we grew up seeing white comedians we grew up seeing you know what i mean like there's there's a belief in it. i remember like showing my daughter like a donna's record when she was really little and she looked in the back and she was like oh my god there's there's they're all women and i'm like and i'm like yeah and she was like oh my god and like i watched it happen but like and even like as a, somebody who considers himself a progressive person like you just kind of forget that like that you have to like sort of be shown that like and and considering that we just fucking like we have like tokenization and we just fucking put like things out there it's like yeah all those white guys we believe we can do shit because everybody's told us our whole life that we should be doing shit and that we can't you know what i mean and uh and well, now thanks geez. to
3: sleepy joe biden we're not allowed to
1: <laughs> <this>. exactly exactly
4: <laughs>
3: yeah, well, you know what i mean like yeah when, it's, when joe biden think? signed that law making himself the last white president <laughs> <laughs> Could uh, you imagine a fucking meltdown? The <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that's all my god. I can't believe great. he got it through Congress. It was very impressive. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, that's the, the, man, the that's the that's the magic of cancel culture. The man's a
3: skilled politician <laughs> when he wants to be. Exactly. Exactly.
1: <laughs> um but no, actually, uh, in truth, uh, you are one of my favorite comics in town. You're always fucking funny. You're a fucking good dude. Uh we chatted in the back once at at uh, the, uh, the Doe show about um about movies and stuff like that and uh, yeah I think that's the next that night I was like okay we really need you on the podcast you know what I mean like uh, you know like I mean n- not to take anything away from from your me who go- tried your, to your on, glory you. glory David <laughs> but Graham says that about a lot of comedians you <laughs> know what I mean like, Oh, I love this
0: guy. And, uh, but oh. I did try to get him on the podcast <laughs> you a you long did. time ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah
2: I, I remember did. that I remember <laughs> yeah. you
3: mentioning it
0: today. Me, right what so, we're gonna
2: do is we're gonna escalate we're gonna escalate in the comics that graham loves especially like you know we got david uh we're gonna go for like janelle james next i guess <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah i don't think she's doing anything no no
2: definitely
1: <laughs> she, she definitely has time <laughs> she has, a lot of free time um how did you end up in portland like what did you um, want-
3: i mean i kind of just did the like classic fuckface portland thing where i was like yeah, i'm not doing anything I always liked it out here and like I have uh, I have some family and like uh, my best friend moved out here like a little bit more than or like uh, during the pandemic. Um, And I just like sort of hit a point with New York where I was like, I don't really like I moved there sort of nominally for comedy and then proceeded to like not move my career forward one inch over the course of six (laughs) and a half years. And I was just like, I don't (laughs) my my rent was going up and I was just like,
0: yeah, fuck it that is a real fuck face thing to do
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do 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 people move their careers forward in new york often or is it a place that you go to maybe hone the craft in a tougher crowd and then bring it to a, a, a smaller scene and what's the, how does that work how does that well work?
3: it's i mean it's something that it's like sort of like uh new york is the same for comedy and alcoholism where it's like either you move there and go pro or quit you know or die which is like often the case also like very sadly but um but no i don't know i think that uh i think without getting without uh getting uh uh too navel gazy about it i don't think that i had much of a like i think that the people who are able to make something of it um have either more of a work ethic or more of a plan or are just like the sort of psycho who's like really good at like, like going up to people and getting what they want out of. Sure, them, you know sure. I, mean? like, I, like, need
2: to an- I need to answer this as somebody who is still in New York, whose career has not moved forward one inch um, since moving here. Um New, when I moved to New York, it was something where it was going to be either Los Angeles or New York, and I don't like Los Angeles for more than two weeks at a time, and then when I moved to New York, I realized that I had to talk to everybody if I wanted to move my career at all, and I don't fucking like doing that, so I just decided to produce my own show and just do that, and I, I'm going to tell you right now everything that you just said, like you have to fucking, in order to move your career up in New York, you have to be an absolute whore about talking to people all the time like you have to fucking do so much networking and i know me and i know i'll never do that so i'm just uh, i'm focusing on everything else that like we're doing like right now and photography and also telling my little jokey jokes uh but i could dude I, i might move back to portland at some point it always seems to be the place that you go back to just for fun
3: like just fuck it portland's fun
1: it's a lot easier to live here than other places i mean it's it's less that way right now but it's uh what part of town do you live in
3: Ted? i'm in uh, i'm in northeast yeah um, like alberta well, fancy, man huh? Um yeah,
1: Alberta was the first place I ever bought crack in Portland. Um now you now you don't buy crack there. Um you, you know, know you can um...
3: buy mushrooms in a store there, but you can't
4: <laughs> yeah. it. it's a right. lot harder <laughs> to get yeah.
3: yeah. actually.
1: Yeah. yeah, when I moved up here in the late nineties, boy, you could you could get crack. It was like really the only place that cocaine existed in Portland at the time. Um Portland was not a Coke city. It was heroin and um and uh and like like f- 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 fancy weed before fancy weeds was fancy weeds. Like everybody had like a designer strand of weed that they all liked and I, which was insane to me but um uh, me being from denver which is a, a big time coke city um, um I- enjoyed uh enjoyed a, a little a puff of the fun stuff um of the uh, uh the david addison as i like to call it and um and you just uh, said a
2: puff of the fun stuff and i just <laughs> aged 25 years
3: like right as you said that <laughs> But now you got fun stuff. Denver's weird. Denver's weird, man. Like I just, I was there for the first time in many years over the summer, and it's like people seem like fucking happy there, and I'm like, what are you like? What the fuck? What are you so happy about? Like everyone seems so upbeat it's
1: thin air man like it suffocates the brain into like you know it's like like when you smoke weed <laughs> and it like suffocates your brain and you think the simpsons are funnier all
0: our denver fans. yeah
3: <laughs> <laughs> but i also like every, everyone I, dummies <laughs> i feel like everyone is looking and, like <laughs> like very fit and uh like conventionally attractive too so i think that's part of it but yeah yeah, it, yeah it, i
1: don't it, is that happy though is that really happy
2: you know what i mean and
3: run off if like, it's, they, they don't seem no, dude I, I
2: could go down a couple of cu- a couple of cup sizes and i'd be pretty fucking stoked <laughs> they, like they honestly don't,
3: <laughs> they don't seem they don't seem you know uh uh troubled by the, their thoughts the way that uh people out here are and there are like a lot of things in common between the northwest and denver but like i think that that's why denver has never really had like there's not like almost no good music has come out of denver that's at least true. like on a national level it's like there's like the, like the first string of bands from there is like Devotchka and the sp- the string cheese incident or whatever. Yep. Like there yep. <laughs> are a fuckload of good Portland and Seattle bands. It's just like I don't think that people in in Denver are are as are troubled by uh, self knowledge the way that people are out here. You know,
1: I think yeah, I think it's you know at, at Denver's core, it's kind of a. I think it's the difference. You know, I I, I put this into like weird sports analogies which i hate but denver's a fucking football town you know what i mean and like mm-hmm. and there's so the mentality there is just is just different there just isn't that buy-in on like sort of death. when i moved up here like i was considered like conservative because like you know like i you know had eaten up you know I'd, i enjoyed like eating a chilies occasionally you know yeah, what i mean like, like a- e-
2: the hood what the fuck is wrong South with you run, how man. why how dare you eat at chilies
1: <laughs> it was like you know but denver like but denver is like you know i mean it is there is a real normal kid at the core of it you know what i mean and like and so like the mix in here where you move up to portland and portland's like a heroin town you know what i mean and it's like like it, and so it was dark and it had that dreariness and like you know uh things like this is the first place i ever saw people like people complain about it now but when i first moved to portland in the in the 90s like people were like shooting heroin everywhere, you know what i mean and so it's it's just it's just the the nature of this town and it's like you know people shooting heroin just isn't pretty you know what i mean it's
3: (laughs) yeah i well i was at a uber like a couple weeks ago. My driver and the driver was, was shooting heroin. No, no, the driver was this shitty old lady who like, uh, just like I got in and she's like, man, the town's gone to shit. And it's like, all right, dude. I'm like, Whoa, this this escalated very quickly, but she's like, she's like, my friend was on the light rail the other day and he had to get off because there were so many people shooting heroin on it. I was like, all right, so how many is so many? Like, <laughs> Sorry, like five? There were like five people Shooting heroin on the train—that didn't happen. <laughs> that okay, right.
2: but also like, if you're maybe gonna one have guy, a, if you're gonna have a train full of people doing a drug that's not going to be that threatening, it's heroin. Yeah, those people are going to be fucking low energy. All right, yeah. I'm going to yeah, take that over ten cokeheads any day.
1: Yeah, they're give them <laughs> five, one coke head. give give them yeah. a few minutes, and they're all going to be nodding out.
2: You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's like it's, that's it's a fine. fucking quiet ride. I like exactly. that train ride. <laughs> Exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, this sounds very sensitive about it. And like, and it is weird to like um they're sensitive about like drug use and things like that. Everybody's like this town's going to shit. but like you go to New York city and it's like, you see those things. You go anywhere.
3: My, my brother lives in Madison, Wisconsin. There are like a lot more homeless people around than there were a few years ago there too. So some, like everybody's gotta be somewhere, you know?
1: Yeah, exactly. And, and I think it's like the most Portland thing in the world is thinking that the problems that are happening in Portland now are simply just Portland problems. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? That like, there isn't like that you don't go to LA and there aren't, There aren't tent villages and you don't, you know, that shit is everywhere now. That is just, just where we are in this country. Like people are not surviving. And, and that's just the reality of it. So you can blame Portland and you can blame this and that, but like, what's, what neighborhood's doing great in America? Like you go to the, the rural and it's all like meth heads and pregnant teenagers. Um, the, the suburbs are a complete, complete failure you know i mean and like in the cities are there are where the suburbs are dumping their 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 people that they can't so it's just like it's like you can bl- you can point at portland because we've we propped ourselves up on this thing as this place of like some like some sort of idyllic thing that fox news has created for us but the reality is yeah yeah, there's poor people here on there's drug addicts. I don't, I don't. One
2: of one of my favorite doom statistics is that the worst, <laughs> and because we're talking about this, is that this the,
0: comedy horror show It's great It's taking a weird turn. <laughs> it is. It's
2: that the worst community, that the worst neighborhood in America is Gary, Indiana, because nobody fucking thinks about Gary, Indiana, ever. <laughs> They're just like, oh no, no, that one's full of fucking drugs, <laughs> like that one right there. <laughs> portland's fun drugs portland that's like we used to when i used to go to portland all the time when i lived in seattle Graham, you would have fucking loved this time frame in portland i used to go to the saturday market and there was always a dude that was coked out of his fucking head but he was positive he was like a positive cokehead, and he had two cats that were on his shoulders with leashes they were the chillest cats ever it's like they took all of his chill energy and he took all of their crazy cat energy and, like they switched, and he was just walking around the Saturday market, taking pictures with people and shit. He was fucking awesome. I miss those
3: that's, Portland people. That's
0: cool. So, Blumhouse, were you also <laughs> confused when you found out that it wasn't Blumhouse?
3: I'm I think I'm finding it out like right now. Oh, <laughs> see, I don't even
0: know what's real.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it is Blumhouse. I've, I've Blumhouse. It yeah, that House sounds too. right.
0: But Blumhouse, I've heard, is the correct way. So, so, yeah. so one of the things we wanted to talk to, uh, here,
3: and and
1: Graham would rather talk about than like maybe solving world problems and uh, discussing. Which and we're going to do on this horror <laughs> comedy. <laughs> right, yeah, you so know Jason what? Jason
2: Blum is actually making a Gary, Indiana horror movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're going down to the to top ten, to the God. top ten worst places in America. Gary, yeah, Indiana, yeah. number one with a bullet. It's, it's gonna be one of those YouTube <laughs> channels that's like most interesting top ten, blah blah blah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. So it's, yeah. Um yeah. Um, um so we're gonna talk about some Blumhouse um Blumhouse films. You uh, were interested in so talking about Blumhouse. So my understanding with Blumhouse, and it's it's similar to A twenty four and the, This is a
2: Blumhouse you, SEO episode, is what yeah, it is. Yeah, we just exactly. said Blumhouse <laughs> like eight hundred times <laughs> <Right>. mm-hmm. <laughs> in, in uh, ten seconds.
1: Is that blumhouse he just he like doesn't do as far as i know i could be wrong on this my understanding is that they don't do any like production like make you rewrite shit or make you they just want you to make the movie that you want to make and that you do that and that's what i understand about them i think a24 is the same i think another one they don't there's no like oh i get studio input at the end of the movie and be like oh it needed more boobs or whatever you know what i mean which is pretty common you know what i mean for a24 just
2: like put some cum in the movie do it yeah yeah. (laughs)
1: you have somebody eating a pie for 17 minutes (laughs) um you know but um so 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 it's been interesting so because we do get so we get people who are i think better filmmakers who don't want Influence from from studios. Um, I could be wrong on that, but I think that that's what I what I know about it. So
2: I can tell you guys a little bit about this, just because I went to because of Comic Con. When I went to the Blumfest thing, um, and they talked about it, they were talking to Jason Blum, and what he does is essentially they will sh- they'll turn in a script to him and show him a script, and or, or like. You know, him and whoever else and if they like the script they'll be like yeah make your fucking movie like it basically is that like he doesn't tell them that they have to do this that or the other thing he says the script is good make your movie make it the way that you want to make it and he gives them usually a budget that is not like a massive budget but it's also not like a micro budget necessarily some of the movies are micro budget but they do have a budget cap also so like he doesn't do any movies under the Blumhouse production thing that's like a massive budget movie yeah all of them have you know like a relatively middle of the road um cap on it but that's also why the quality of a blumhouse
3: you know productions film is wildly across the board you know i mean so like it's something that i think about like their business model is very interesting to me because i'm like i've been very down on sort of the state of like um like uh just motion pictures in general over the past hollywood like yeah i mean like the just i'm i'm like uh i'm a i'm a big time hater as far as like the mcu shit goes and whatever and like I, I i mean regardless of whether those movies are good or not which they're not i mean like the <laughs> the Some of them are like, some of them hold up, I think, and are pretty good. And I never really need to see them again. Like I watched them on a plane and that was fine or whatever, but like, (laughs) I I think there's,
1: I think there are some good ones. And I think the overall arcing thing of it was pretty good. I think Ragnarok is good. I think winter soldier is a good movie. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think that some of them are good. Is it, still good no um, I mean,
3: regardless of that like and they're and they're you know they're they're trying to use every part of the buffalo at this point and they're sure. sort of down to the dregs where it's like right. oh we made a movie about the marvels and it's like who the fuck are these people like, <laughs> <laughs> like, even like several years ago when they first did ant-man i was like okay i think that i'm like about done with this like i'm not gonna fucking see an ant-man movie um
0: but uh I like the movies. but what I
3: uh, the the biggest issue that I have with like with major motion pictures over the past ten years and I think that it's sort of I think that that's that wave is sort of crested like between a number of things like people's contracts expiring in the MCU like basically them hitting a good end point for people to leave with Endgame and stuff like that mm-hmm. like I But I feel like my issue with those movies has always been lack of specificity. Like, they're all so broad. Like, when you're putting $250 million into making a movie, you are banking on every single person on the planet seeing this fucking thing. Mm -hmm. So they're sort of made to be as unobjectionable as possible and like also i mean there's the stuff about like edgar wright was originally supposed to direct ant-man and then he left because they were like you got to do this to set up the next movie and shit um but i think that blumhouse and like what has happened in horror more broadly is like sort of the opposite of that and is like exactly the type of shit that i like which is sort of has been sort of You know dormant in other genres where you do have like sort of mid-budget movies where you can make something with like 30 million dollars like and they'll get maybe they'll get like one big name in there like ethan Hawke seems to like doing these and stuff like that (laughs) but like the the thing that i the things that i love about uh about blumhouse in general are like uh the, the they're allowed to be very specific because they're not trying to get every single person to see these movies most of the time they're rated r anyway so it's like you're just trying to make a little bit of money on that 30 million or whatever maybe you'll score a big hit every once in a while but and then the other thing like you said Ryan is reliability like the like Blumhouse is to me they're like the band the war on drugs you listen to the war on drugs at all I have yeah they're they're a a band that they've got like I think they've got four albums out and their first one is kind of boring to me but in their second album they found this style that is, that is a very great... It's just rainy day music. And since that second album, they haven't evolved the style. They haven't explored any new directions. They're just doing the <laughs> same fucking thing with no diminishing returns. And that's how I feel about Blumhouse. It's like... All of these things are sort of carried by their premises and almost any time you're not going to come away like, man, that was a piece of shit. You, you probably also won't be like, that's the greatest movie I've ever seen, but they've just been stamping out these movies that are like between three and four stars out of five for over a decade. And I think it's incredible.
1: I and I and I fully agree, and I also think that you just uh, just also described Motorhead. Um, but it's uh <laughs> yeah, absolutely it's yeah. <laughs> far more. Far, uh, far, I mean, I like Motorhead, you know, because uh, you like Motorhead, or you're like you know, I mean, you have to like Motorhead, but um, yeah. <laughs> but it's um like you can mm. even like not like Motorhead, but you got to kind of like Motorhead, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's it,
4: where I am. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> like I, like I
1: don't like I don't want to like I don't want to listen to I don't like listen to a lot of Motorhead, but if somebody came up and said, Hey, here's a. Motorhead shirt I'll be like fuck yeah I'm rocking that Motorhead shirt because fucking Motorhead rules and it's like (laughs) um but um yeah i think that it's um yeah like everything that they're putting out and i mean they are working with like i mean they've worked with jordan peele and they've worked with mike flanagan and they've worked with m night Shyamalan and they've worked with people who are good at movies so they are so they are being picky about what you know what i mean they're it's like they're they're still working with like people who can deal like a i mean we'll do another music reference i you know i saw the the cure a handful of years ago i've always liked the cure I've, i've enjoyed the cure um i was a punk rock kids, so i dated a lot of people who like the cure that's just seemed the way to be the way that worked you know and uh you know and uh uh but i went and saw the cure and i saw them in a outdoor uh like um amphitheater um which i typically not the kind of place i like to see a show but that's where they were they were they were at an amphitheater and i was a little worried about seeing this kind of like classic like goth Core band, you know, you know, goth pop band. It's like, how is this going to be? And they were actually able to come out, and it's literally the best show that we're seeing. And um, and I kind of feel like the Blumhouse movies are the cure. Like they are, like they are still like an independent, they still have that darkness and they still have but they have that like pop ability that, that can fill something like an amphitheater. You know what I mean? That when you watch like a, a Jordan Peele movie, it still has that independent vibe to it, but it still will like blow you away like a big blockbuster movie can to
2: it's also just yeah. an intelligent way of making the films as a distribution company and as a production company because what they do is they have all these movies with these mid budgets to where they are able to make a little bit of money like you were talking, David, to where All of those movies that make that little bit of money will make up for the occasional movie that just completely shits the bed and makes absolutely no money to where they're still above ground enough to where they can continue to do this to other filmmakers and allow them to come in and make whatever their vision of the movie is. And also the fact that they don't really tell them like you have to do it this way, that way or the other way because they're not trying to do that they're not trying to take hold of the actual property of the movie you know of anything like that and they're like when jason blum was talking about it with a new movie that's coming out called night swim the guy that's directing night swim is a first-time director and when he presented the script to jason blum he was just like oh the script is awesome like do you think that you can actually make this movie though because the guy like i said it was a first-time director
3: and also, I mean, you mentioned Jordan Peele and Mike Flanagan. They were uh, maybe not Mike Flanagan, but Jordan Peele certainly was the first-time director when he worked. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. And Mike Flanagan was—I don't—he—he I, he has like now he has like this empire, but he was certainly not like an established name when. I they- didn't
0: really like his movies. Yeah, I like his TV shows way more than
3: yeah, yeah, than
0: you any didn't, movie. You
1: done. didn't like Hush or Oculus or or they were okay.
0: I didn't really like Oculus at all. Huh.
3: Hush is great. I mean, I like any
0: Hush. I kind of liked any
3: uh, it, any entry in the genre that's just like some people in a, a house or something trying to keep something else out of the house is like that's yeah. gonna me every fucking time it's yeah. like <laughs> raw dogs aliens whatever like, right. Yeah. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah, it's a um, yeah, I mean, definitely like and Flanagan had like a stuttered start in the thing, he did like you know, like Ouija 2 or whatever, which is like that movie's great, it's, first, so go- it's so good, it's so good, like, one
3: is very bad, but the, the yeah, sequel dude, is somehow rules. very yeah. good,
1: <laughs> yeah. He's no, he did great, and he has Elliot in it, I always can't remember his name, but I just call he also has Elliot.
2: Lulu Wilson in it, who was becky yep. like, yep. I mean, fucking that rules, and yeah. also. Just real quick, the other thing, like, I want to kind of I wanted to mention this too. the uh, the only time that Blumhouse really does a quote unquote Blumhouse movie like an actual Jason Blum thing is when they do the established IPs and they do the remakes. So like when they're doing the Halloween films or when they're doing the fucking Exorcist film, stuff like that, like that's when it really actually kind of is a Jason Blum thing all the other ones pretty much everything
3: uh, those are kind of else. the worst ones and right places. right
0: <laughs> <laughs> which is wild like you know halloween kills is my favorite michael myers are you kidding movie, me that movie, movie. was dog shit. it was it was the, easily the best one <laughs> but by that, leaps about every other movie one... was
3: like there's got to be like lead in the drinking water or something <laughs> because everyone is behaving insane in this thing like the part where they chase so that guy fun. in the hospital because they think he's Mike Myers just by being, like, a head shorter than him. <laughs> so right. much fun. But,
1: um, well, I mean, like, we have to talk about the reality that Haddenburg is a pretty sensitive little town. Haddenfield. I mean, Haddenfield, sorry. Right. Haddenfield, whatever.
2: <laughs> but, yeah, i'm Hattenberg, sure a place that's in their, Pennsylvania the full Jewish places. neighboring town. <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I,
1: I, feel like, I feel like they'll probably think I'm the killer um, yeah. because I called it the wrong <laughs> thing um, because i mean like i get it like but everybody is like really worked up about michael myers like including dr loomis everybody's really in their
4: feelings understandably
3: about him. so why do they keep putting him back in the facility that's like <laughs> a 45 minute drive from there
4: <laughs> I, I don't he comes know. back
3: to the same place every fucking time <laughs> put him in like put him in but, uh, in like a uh, uh, supermax in colorado or something uh, right send
1: him to
2: a different state
3: i'm like.
1: just i'm just saying though that like I mean, there are people like probably on my block right now. Who have murdered way more people than mike myers you know what i mean like i live, <laughs> I live in i live in st john's and uh, i'm pretty sure the guys at the meth house down the street probably have killed a few people you know what i mean i'm just saying today. like I just, pl- I, I just i <laughs> just probably haven't ever like said and they're the purest evil i've ever met well, in my life you know don't yeah, like
3: you know it's like this, this is like one of those uh the joker giving that little speech in the dark night is like right. you know like if a couple meth addicts kill each other in some sort of petty dispute it's like that's all part of the plan but if a guy like lifts a teenager <laughs> off the ground and then pins them to the wall with a butcher knife like that's gonna make more headlines it's just uh, sort of like
2: yeah I guess so I just that's gonna be the thing that people film in the street they're not gonna film the two meth heads killing each other they're gonna film the person that gets stabbed up against the wall they're gonna be like I put that on TMZ I- I Guy want, yelling I guy yelling world star when like...
4: <laughs> right. exactly. Exactly.
2: dude do you know how funny it would be if you took every Michael Myers kill scene and just edited in one word. World star, just one, just one in every <laughs> single one of it. <laughs> be great. That would be, that'd be, that'd be. Right, like, like uh, Graham. I want to show some solidarity for Graham. By the way, Halloween yeah. kills fucking ruled. All right, thank it you. Did. Him it's being fucking a, best. Him, him being a Michael Myers <laughs> just murdering Terminator. He's just, just he's just running his through Michael Myers, slaughtering everybody
0: ever wanted. Yeah. From the first great. one, I wanted him to do that shit, fussed around. Mm-hmm. This one, he just got to it, and he was just a killing machine. Thank you. And then you come to the now end of it. For everybody to hate him.
3: When are we gonna get a when remake of bodies. When are we gonna get a remake of Halloween three? I think that that, <laughs> that shit's got legs. Yeah, I think, they, so I, think, Have I,
0: think control, it, I think the next whoever picks it up or whatever, I think it may be rumored that they're gonna go that route and do a different movie every year.
3: I mean, right. I love an I love an anthology like the VHS. Yeah. movies these are appointment viewing every year. That's another thing where it's just like, yeah, there's always like. One great one, and then, like any any horror anthology series, where it's like there's one great one, there are a couple of pretty good ones, and there's one that's not that great. It's a pretty good way to like kill ninety minutes, like kind of yeah. sure. Total I want
0: to I want to get. I still Halloween think VHS th- is the most consistent franchise in horror. It is,
3: yeah, it definitely <clears throat> is.
2: I want to get a Halloween three remake where the mask kills Michael Myers. That's what I want. Like at the end of the movie, it's the Wait, mask. The,
3: ma- the mask, Jim yeah, Carrey. Like-
2: exactly yeah <laughs> no, he's no, like would
3: be... smoking yeah. right.
2: It'd be fucking great
3: <laughs> freddy no, it... versus jason versus the mask yeah there
2: you go. <laughs> that would be a fun one i mean okay if we're looking at the fight scene between freddy and jason it was pretty much the mask <laughs> like mm-hmm. it was that over the top <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know
3: um, we uh, we were also gonna yeah why is cuban pete here that was what i was <laughs> saying <during that. laughs> like did he just do
2: a fucking powerbomb what the <laughs> fuck was that like through a table <laughs>
3: we also were
1: going to talk about uh Pool, which is a uh which is a, a pretty uh pretty fun uh fun F- fun is it fun it's uh, it's kind of like i feel like there's a few horror movies that could be plays and i feel like Pool is a good example well, of one
3: of yeah for sure i mean I, well like, Pool is like the it's like all in one room and basically and then the like the vast majority of the action takes place like either just off screen or like uh, yeah. in a completely different place. But yeah, I mean, it definitely has that, that radio play feel where it's like all of the stuff that happens is kind of just getting narrated from just off screen. And it would be right. very easy to stage something like that, but
1: yeah, we should do that. You know, what do you think? Quick comedy start, start doing Pawnee, do yeah.
3: Do, Zoom, yeah do a, a touring, <laughs> a touring theatrical production of a of a, a indie horror movie from 15 <laughs> years ago.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> a, can, a kid, a Canadian one at that. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, because you know. you
3: can get that going off Broadway. I mean, like the cast is off, off Broadway too. Uh, Like, what, what you could like do that? You need like what four or five actors for that?
1: Yeah, exactly. It really well, they're doing and-
3: Saw the Musical.
2: And they're also doing Evil Dead the musical. They've been doing Evil Dead the musical for fucking a while now. I was way uh, before uh, Evil Dead.
3: I was gonna say, Graham, I like I think that Saw would be my pick for the most consistent um horror franchise but that's not to say that they're like good movies you know like they're right. just like they're consistently the same level of like bad <laughs> to okay
1: right and Better. it's sort
3: of remarkable like yeah. there are like 11 of them now and they're like all you know i said that like every bloom every blumhouse movie is like three to four stars out of five every saw movie is two to two and a half like <laughs> right. pretty yeah.
2: much yeah. Across the board. It <laughs> right so
3: that's a weird right. that's a
2: weird anomaly with the saw movies because after you finish one you're like that wasn't there that, that wasn't that good but i want to watch the next one like, <laughs> I <don't know>. yeah.
3: <laughs> uh, Right?
1: okay yeah the fuck happened they're like <laughs> they're like episodes of svu you know what i mean like where it's like literally oh, be- besides besides the police procedural part of it but it's like if you watch an episode of svu or csi like it's literally the dumbest tv you've ever watched i've been watching reacher um, oh, I which,
3: fucking love Reacher. I love oh, Reacher man. too. Because
1: A like Reacher, I think, is basically is he Autistic? I they don't they don't say he's is kind like,
3: of yeah, no, that's like one of the one of the things that the show really gets because I've read a lot of the books too. They're right. just like it's just I mean, it's it's the most boomer ass fucking TV show where it's like <laughs> yeah. and the books are like that too. Like I just read uh the most recent Jack Reacher book that I read. There's like a part in it. Where he complains that cds have too much packaging now nah, it's like it's, it's like this <laughs> damn oh, no. shit. um but yeah no the, i think that the the what the tv show really does well like in the the i think alan rich richson is the guy's name yeah. who plays him, really gets the thing where he's like kind of on the spectrum yeah it's exactly. like a a huge muscly guy but he's also like he loves prime numbers that's like uh so it's appropriate that the show is on amazon prime right <laughs> right but, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he was also the
2: secondary bad guy in the most recent fast and the furious movie okay. and uh he acted the exact same way in that movie
0: so he was, those I, that's movies he was still, are consistent he
2: was still method as end. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he
3: was Somewhere. still in, in. He was doing a method thing as Reacher <laughs> getting yeah, ready yeah. for the new season.
2: He had to, he had to have like a little bit of like stoic autism to play off of Jason Momoa, who was basically playing a fuckable Joker. So mm-hmm. it was just like, you had to have the balance. There's <laughs>
0: There's what I assume is a similar show to Reacher because I've never seen Reacher. I know vaguely about. It. It's the same thing Tom Cruise did oh yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. john, john Cruise no, wanted to do it it's a book and stuff yeah, i yeah. don't care <laughs> a, i've never seen it but have you guys seen banshee banshee no banshee no I it's, it's the dude for it just hit max it, it, it was hard to find for a while it was like only on cinemax but it just hit hbo max so but it's fucking awesome, and it's uh, it's the dude, uh, it's the fucking, uh, uh, the, the lead dude from The Boys, the bad guy. Oh, Crawler. Guy. Oh, fuck, it. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: No, yeah. no. Oh, no, oh, the, yeah, the, yeah, I know who you're talking What's about. What's his oh, fucking
0: oh. name? Homelander? Yeah. Yeah, Homelander, Homelander. It's him. And it, like, I had no idea. I watched Banshee years ago. It's fucking great. And then Homelander, completely different. But Banshee is another... Uh, white guy kicking ass. I think he pretends to be a cop. He's on the he's on the run. Runs into a town that's like we need a cop, and then makes so sense. he's like I'll be the cop. But it's like a city. It's weird. I don't really remember. Very much it's a Reacher awesome. type
3: show. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, it's like the the Reacher TV show really nailed the casting, and like that that was a big critique of the Tom Cruise movie is that Reacher is canonically like a Le, like a LeBron James sized man. He's like right. fucking enormous. He's like Six five two eighty or something like that. And Tom, yeah, Tom Cruise,
0: Cruise is small is not. But <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> I, if you,
3: but if you watch that movie, I think that Tom Cruise, just looking like Tom Cruise sort of has the same effect where it's like, okay, everyone is like looking at this guy, but also it's like, there's shit in the Jack Reacher universe that makes no fucking sense. Like one thing that never stops happening in any of those books or, or, or the TV show or whatever is just jeering townies coming up to him and being like <laughs> what are you looking at like right. you want to make something of it it's like what are you doing this guy is a tank like that everyone also, thinks they can beat him up that happens in every jason statham
2: movie too they just walk up to him they're like hey you bald fuck. and he's like all right now i gotta do martial arts god
3: damn it like <laughs> hey you hey just like this guy is like like two percent body fat and just like (laughs) radiating English rage and you're like hey you want to go man
1: (laughs) right right exactly and like it's uh and they are all ready to like go down and fight him like ninjas like every single person (laughs) in every single town is like and then they have a knife And then they, I mean, it's really, it's really, it's really incredible. Like the amount of like of, uh, of action that they put in there, but I will tell you in the TV show, um, and it's something that I really like is they've gotten to a point where they will now show like, like him, like breaking people's legs in half. Mm -hmm. And I think we have to, we have to give a nod to TV now being comfortable with a compound fracture or two you know what i mean like that's a that's a you know i was a kid we had growing pains you know what i mean we had family ties we did not have jack reacher breaking a leg you know what i mean of some random talent
3: yeah i mean you probably had stuff like that if you had hbo but now it's like uh yeah it's yeah. a lot more of a there's a lot more of an audience for it and stuff but yeah good show watch reach
0: also we don't need them in everything
3: no yeah,
0: I think. That Dude, was- if, if Mike
3: Seaver busted
1: busted Boner's leg in half, yeah, that remember, would have been like the best would,
0: episode. Would, they would get so boring, though. Remember
3: Uh-oh. that part in that movie where Moana had broke her leg and then like the bone was sticking out?
0: <laughs> <laughs> was actually,
4: I, I,
3: think, I think the, con, the, the rock sang book. a song about it. <laughs> I think
2: the uh, I think the arm break is actually what took down Steven Seagal's action career. Um, he just did it too many times in in the movies that no was way. what you waited for in every no, one of them <laughs> no
1: way freaking john wick the, apparently they're making any more of them but he breaks people's arms and shoots them with their gun he does like the, like the same move in a, a ton of each movie and and i'd watch that for a thousand times it's just that watching steven seagal do things just isn't that exciting
3: he it's can't funny. run he like never learned how he to can't. run it's one of the funniest things in those movies he's just got like spaghetti arms when he's running he's just a uh, he's I think he's really no good at anything I, well, think that's I the- mean all of the, every action scene and you were talking about like every action scene in those movies is a guy tries to punch him he catches their arm and then breaks it and it's like they had to do it that way because his cardio is really bad so he can't have like a like a back and forth <laughs> fight with a guy for like a minute or two he's because he's like a, a fat guy who like doesn't want to do that <laughs> right Did just...
0: anybody ever see him do actual martial arts yeah or Like sad
3: fight yeah it's or did he just tell
0: it. people and well his believe? backstory
3: is that he was like he was like training this guy who's like a high-powered hollywood agent and like a keto so that was like then how he was native
0: american and then he was a cop mm-hmm. like i don't I don't think he ever knew very much i think it was all a lie he, i think he he's like, just he, a he's,
1: definitely, salesman. he's definitely a con you know what i mean yeah, like at yeah. least at least john claude van damme like would probably kick my ass you know what i mean like yeah like, i think i mean i would like if i had to choose the fight between the i mean i would definitely i mean i'd fight both because it'd be hilarious um you know <laughs> what i mean because like i mean i would put that Are we
0: talking there prime or now Anytime. Just oh, because really? i yeah
1: I mean like just because I would put I'd it I, now I put it in put it i put it in my credits, you know what I mean, like <laughs> rights for hard times uh co-host another goddamn horror podcast
0: Beat the well, shit out of Seagal but well, Got my
1: well, ass kicked. My <laughs> Van damn! I would just put that because that's hilarious. Um it uh, is. And, and I've you know, I've been beaten up by way less cool people
3: than you others. know. I'm not too proud. I think the present day Steven Seagal would still probably whoop my ass. Like, you think so? <laughs> like, yeah, he's like kind of a fraud, but I don't know how to fight at all. So like, <laughs> even like at this stage in the game, he would still have like a leg up on me. right.
1: I think I think you, you know I think you'd be surprised uh I think you have kind of a uh, nice guy strength.
3: What does uh, that mean? It means
1: it means that <laughs> like <it> you're <laughs> wiry. You're wiry and you're like and, and like, like <laughs> and you're and you're like and you're like a good guy. You know what I mean? And like some, mm-hmm. like good good guys like when they get like the problem with like, like, like meat-heady dudes and me having some meat-heady dudes to me, I can say is that you get kind of cozy with the whole thing. So you like, it's like, you know you, you know like when you're like staring off into space while you're driving and you might like hit the curb a little bit you know what i'm saying because you're like too comfortable driving where like you would be like in there and on the action and you're and you're nice so like i wouldn't put it past you to like have <laughs> oh because all nice guys like have that my job.
3: yeah my special move is going hey man come on <laughs> <laughs> I'm like a beard I'm, finisher I'm, I'm, yeah. like, I'll,
1: I'll stand behind you and i got money on you but if it starts going s- south i got you back
2: okay david david Mortal, david in mortal Kombat doesn't do fatalities he only does friendships
4: get over <laughs> here
3: please yeah, yeah. come on There's i got a cake i want to show yeah. you something
2: yeah he walks into a phone booth and then comes out and goes i'm sorry i had to take a call what were we doing like <laughs> um
1: do you think um i know that we've uh we've uh, talked about all these things but do you think you can handle our sinister six sure you think you think that's a possible um
2: I don't know. He might be too nice for him. Yeah, you think you're also too- supposed to think of a new name for this, but I forgot. Okay. Okay.
3: You're getting sued by the estate of stuff. <laughs> you know?
2: It's only Sony. Sony's like, listen, we're going to make that shitty movie. Right. Don't no, six, that. Six <laughs> six yeah, we don't we
3: lose the copyright on it or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. Freddy or Jason?
3: Uh, Freddy. No, no question. I mean, like, no that...
0: comic has ever said jason
3: <laughs> yeah, true. like this, uh, i have like some affection for the friday the 13th movies but they are just not good none of them are good mm-hmm. like they're all at least pretty bad and some of them are truly awful i think that jason x i can make an argument for i think that that was one where they were like okay we finally it took us like eight or, t- or nine movies we finally m- found like a genuinely interesting way to do this by just like upping the camp level to this extreme. But almost all of those movies are just god awful.
1: (laughs) You're gonna you're gonna make Graham really sad. Yeah.
3: But uh Friday the 13th shirt. (laughs) Some of the Friday the 13th movies are I'm sorry, some of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies are awesome. And most of them are at (laughs) least
0: okay. Most most. Cool. All right what's the difference between thriller and horror
3: um it's like pornography i don't know but i know it when i see it you know like, uh, <laughs> that's a uh, really good answer that's a great I, answer I, like because yeah i don't know i'm trying to th- like because uh, to me like uh uh you know silence of the lambs is a thriller and uh i'm trying to think like i don't know do you think green room is a horror movie yeah.
1: I think I could go either survival way. Horror. It's survival horror, like so. I think it does fall under what what my what my definition of of horror is, but but yeah, I, yeah. So like, I think it does fall under that, but I can see how it could kind of live in because
3: to me, it's kind of on the borderline and it's like because I, I, to me, that's more of a thriller because of like how much of an actual character the Patrick Stewart guy is in that movie where it's like to me in like in horror you're not going to get these parts where like the bad guys are scheming and stuff does that make sense like i'm trying to think of like panic room is the same type of movie to me sure and i don't think anyone would say that that's a that's a
0: horror movie uh, my my, my umbrella for horror though is wildly big yeah (laughs) the one that
2: i've always had the line on was seven seven can kind of go both ways like, yeah. it's kind of like it, it's got horrific elements, but also at its core, it's kind of a police procedural thriller. But mm-hmm. then when it gets into the actual crimes, they're really fucking
3: gross. Yeah, so no, it's the, like, just, like they're so grotesque that, yeah. Yeah.
0: I take it like pretty literal, like horror. If it's horrifying to anybody in any way, <laughs> uh, I think it's horror. <laughs> so, unless it's like it's ironically, like, I'm terrified of fucking a pie, like. You know my. You know my favorite horror
3: movie is is the freaking news. Am I right, (laughs) fellas? Am I right?
0: All right, Graham. Oh shit! Yeah, (laughs) I've read these things almost two hundred times and still can't remember them. Uh, What horror movie influenced your taste the most?
3: oh man that is a good question i would say probably i don't know um this is another one where it's like i don't know is this horror but jaws i think is like just the perfect movie you know um definitely horror and
0: uh i call it adventure horror because of the soundtrack like the the (laughs) the score is so much like a I feel like they're on going on a pirate ship to find the treasure. That It's a, know. it's a monster movie. I mean, just, yeah, yeah, it's a creature
3: feature. Yeah.
1: It's a, it's a creature feature. I, mean, I mean,
3: like I said, my, like, I think that just in general, my favorite type of movie is like, people are stuck in this, just dis- in this situation. There's some element of claustrophobia to it. And it's just like, they got to deal with this threat and like, no one else is coming to help. Like,
0: do
3: you love lockdown tower maybe i don't know (laughs) what that (laughs) is but yeah i mean that applies to like and that applies to a lot of different genres of movie but like i think jaws is just like the platonic ideal of that but aliens is also one of my all-time favorite movies um i mean the raid is a movie like that also even though it's like a very different type of movie but yeah i yeah that that's just like i mean die hard is like that also it's just uh, like the i i really enjoy just like the simplicity of that where it's like you have the premise and then once that's set up it's just like everything you just everything is character driven
0: after that sure Mm
4: -hmm. i
0: like it uh if you could erase one movie from existence what would it be oh man um doesn't have to be horror be anything
3: i get. i mean that's a tough question just because it's like it, if a movie is bad and it's just out there there's like well not my problem i'm trying to think
0: of like <laughs> that's a good answer i'm trying to think it's of something. our most passed on question i'm, yeah, I'm trying to think on. of something
3: that was like so personally annoying to me like um I think that the last movie that I saw where I was like, I wish this, I wish I'd never seen this movie was John Carpenter's vampires. Yeah, it's really terrible. <laughs> <laughs> that movie is just like, I fucking love John Carpenter. He's my, I, I, the thing is of course like another movie in that genre I was just talking about where it's like, we got to fucking deal with this thing. And I think it's maybe the greatest horror horror movie of all time, but uh and like, he just like couldn't miss throughout the 80s and then early 90s. And then, you know, Escape from L.A., I, I will defend, even though there are a lot of just like,
0: I'll defend that movie too. But
3: like, I think that there's really fun stuff in it, although absolutely it's just very badly made for a John Carpenter movie. Like the, the last time I watched it, I did never really notice this before, but the sound mixing is really bad. Like the music is way too loud at parts and stuff like that. It's just like (laughs) Like when he's riding, which is weird fire. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but yeah, vampires was just like, what is this? This is, it's like so low effort. It just like looks like it was filmed on a studio back lot. Even the soundtrack, is really bad especially by John Carpenter's standards. I guess that's my answer.
2: Yeah, that's good.
0: I like that. That's a good one.
2: It's really funny that you said that because I I I have that Lo- movie. I own and it. He loves it. It's his I, favorite
0: I actually, John Carpenter. No, I actually do like
2: that movie a lot, but it's an absolute piece of shit. So like it's it's one of those that's like it's one of the worst movies I've probably ever like definitely John Carpenter. It's the worst movie
3: John Carpenter's ever made, but I fucking yeah. love that movie like, for even- what it is. Even like, like ghosts of Mars is fucking insane, but it's like fun, you know? Cause it's just like, it's, it's also like, what is this? But you know, <laughs> just cause ice cubes in
2: it. Yeah. And he just shows
0: up and he's like, that leads into space. our next question.
3: <laughs> what is his name? Isn't his name like desolation Jones or something? Yeah, like? yeah, something like yeah. That. Yeah. <laughs>
0: uh, are ghosts real?
3: Uh, no. Um, that doesn't make sense to me i like the (laughs) the way that the way that we conceive of them anyway or it's like (laughs) i don't know i thought that the first season of american horror story like uh, dealt with some of the contradictions of this in a very funny way like one of the things in that show was like if you leave the property lot that the haunted house is on, you like go back into the house. Like the ghosts like can't leave. They can't cross the property lines. So right. it's like so it's <laughs> right. like you're a ghost. You're like an eternal energy that's like, tied to the earth and also subject to like zoning regulations <laughs> no I've, I've,
1: I've always thought that like why is the <laughs> there's house like, so There's so right? like my... an
3: office downtown where they have like a, a property map and like the you're you're actually subject to the rulings on that so
1: yeah <laughs> they're like yeah you know that'd be good but uh um, but you know we're really big ca- into capitalism here and uh and the Bill Lundberg from Office Space yeah, shows we're, up we're, to talk to the ghosts. We're like, big on private property. You know what I mean? Like the afterlife are just just a bunch of Republicans. You know what I mean? My so, theory
0: yeah. is ghosts are the ghosts of aliens. Now that's why there's not so many. Mm. they can just go wherever
3: okay that feels more realistic to me yeah Yeah. i want that i want (laughs) to go. throw aliens in there too and then somehow they cancel each other out right (laughs) (laughs) that actual sentence just gave alex jones an aneurysm like (laughs) (laughs) i uh this is this is just just a a fun thing to think about from me for free uh it's the (laughs) the like demon or monster or whatever from it follows but it's it's austin powers and he's doing the dance from the (laughs) beginning of the movie (laughs) he's like always coming towards you but it's like can
1: i can i be honest with you guys about something but i talk about a lot i've uh, never seen austin powers
0: not even any of them
1: it's not great. Even, not even a minute. Holds up. Already.
3: Still really funny. I watched it last year for the first time in a while. The first one is still great. Diminishing returns, but there's still good bits in the second and third one too. Yeah. yeah
2: I, uh... you, should watch, you should watch Goldmember where he walks around being stereotypically Dutch and eating skin. It's uh, It's very horrific.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's, it's one of Beyonce's terrible performances. <laughs> it is actually very much. She's not a good actor. No. Uh, <laughs> nope all right last one Samar* or hereditary
3: oh man i like them both a lot and i kind of and one of the things that i appreciate about them is how different they are uh while both (laughs) being very fucking ari aster movies i just think hereditary is a masterpiece like I, i think it's like that is like maybe a top five movie of all time for me and it's like uh Uh, midsummer is great too but like i just think hereditary is so much more intense and frightening and like uh i don't know it seems like it's got a lot more depth to it to me whereas midsummer is like very unique and interesting and like the way that it's like it has such a uh an unusual look to it like no other movies look like that but it's kind of It's sort of a, I think it's kind of a shallower movie. Like, I don't think that it's a, it feels as personal. Like Ari Aster just like took this script that someone else had already written and then turned it into being about him being a bad boyfriend, which is like, (laughs)
4: like,
3: I, I love how like surface, like how on the surface his self-loathing is in all of his movies, but (laughs) hereditary really felt like i don't know that felt like it was getting at some much deeper shit to me
2: yeah
3: agreed
0: yeah did you guys see
3: Bo is afraid that. i did. loved it Yep. oh man yeah that's like I one of the most stressful it. movies i've ever seen
0: it is really stressful i'm on and this it's like three hours it's fucking awesome yeah i'm on
1: this uh on this uh no kind of a 24 sort of movies right now. So I haven't watched Bo is afraid. I just like, I, I like, occasionally i'm just kind of into what I, like i'm watching reacher for a reason like i just want something that's like sort of like <laughs> dead inside you know what i mean i want it as dead as as
3: it goes uh, down it it goes down so easy it
1: does it's just like it's just like i i laugh my ass off like when he's putting bodies in the trunk and like breaking the legs and i have to do it like i laugh my ass off of that it's, not it's it, exactly it's like it's just perfect and i don't need to I don't need to like spend a whole lot of time
3: like like ugh. it's so good. In one of the in one of the Jack Reacher books, uh there's like at the beginning of the book, he is like even more jacked than he usually is because uh he's spent the past few months in Key West working a day job where he's digging swimming pools by hand. <laughs> and there's <laughs> And there's a part in that book where he gets shot in the chest, but it doesn't go get through his pecs because they're too big. That's,
4: uh,
2: that's pretty amazing. That's, that's,
3: um, that's, digging swimming pools because uh, that's how manual labor works. 100%. You know how
4: <laughs> you know, like everyone to point who like out...
3: ditch oh, diggers ahead. are the m- most muscular men alive, oh, right. right? Like, yeah. like I also... problems or whatever.
0: <laughs> I'd like to point out that uh, three years ago, I believe right around this time i believe it was at, yeah no it was after halloween i had watched a lot of horror movies we did our like 93 uh, review and i was like i'm going to take a break now and watch trash competition reality tv for a while oh, yeah <laughs> and ryan was like fuck you i watch horror year round i do watch i do watch horror year round i can watch reacher and
3: horror like, <laughs> yeah yeah yeah
0: i, I was, watch horror every day
3: i was saying before we're not
0: watching four go ahead before we
3: started recording i was saying i i'm like i have not seen many new horror movies this year and a big part of that is because last year i did a challenge for no reason where I decided I was going to watch 50 horror movies in 50 days between nine eleven and Halloween <laughs> and I did it I like got through 50 of them but like by the end I was having like fucking insane nightmares so like <laughs> I needed to pull it back a little bit it was like I was doing fine and then around like number 40 I watched the David Cronenberg The Fly which I had never seen before and is mm. probably the most fucked up movie i've ever seen like yeah
0: it's so funny
3: it's so funny that that's like his most commercially successful movie because i've seen (laughs) a lot of david cronenberg movies and i loved cronenberg but like that one is so much more disturbing and just sad and hard to watch than most of his other ones.
1: I, I have a fly tattoo and um, and uh, God, I can't twist my arm correctly. And mm-hmm. I, I think it's absolutely fantastic, but I agree. I actually kind of put it into play. I put it with jaws where it, it was like widely commercially popular but also kind of fucked up you know what i mean i bring this up on the show a lot but they fed like a 10 year old kid to jaws you know what i mean like in like at one point in in the yeah flat,
3: that's not as bad as the part where the guy gets his hand melted off with the uh, fucking uh when the when uh, uh jeff goldblum <laughs> comes out of his mouth <laughs> on the guy's hand
1: there is also a floating dismembered leg
3: and jaws you know what i mean yeah, it's not that like is, ju- that's that's uh whatever that's kid stuff man like, <laughs> it's not like it's just it is not as gross as like you know like i guess it just sort of depends on what you care about but for me anything involving fingernails falling off is just like uh, pretty tough and then just like the <laughs> general decay like when his ear falls off or he's like uh, like yeah i don't know that movie's I- fucked
1: yeah. I kind I I kind of like that his dick is in the uh, in the in yeah the frick, in, in the medicine cabinet. It's yeah, it's a good... solid
3: solid bit. The <laughs> <brutal> <laughs> museum dick and the museum transformation cabinet. or something like that. Yeah.
1: I also like it. It's another uh, compound fracture movie. I yeah. I'm, I'm a fan it of that. Yeah, inertia. yeah. Well, well
3: they, that was so that was like. I'm so lucky that it happened this way because I like put that movie on right before going to sleep and I got about a half hour in and I was like, this is great. I really like these characters (laughs) and then I went to sleep and then the next day I got kind of stoned and put it back on and like it immediately went from like one to ten in terms of like because yeah, the compound (laughs) fracture thing like happens before any of the really nasty transformations. Right and for me, it wasn't so much the compound fracture as like, I was having a hard time watching that because I was like, man, he's being a real jerk right now.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, I mean, like, he was- going to be so embarrassed about the way he's treating his girlfriend. Right. <laughs>
4: <laughs> right. Well,
1: but you know, he goes in there and like, Hey, he, he scores that woman, which was a question, a little questionable. Anyways, by like breaking that dude's arm, like, I, I tell you,
3: I'll tell you what. That's not. That's not nice guy strength.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is, I don't know, man. Have you tried?
4: <laughs>
1: no, no, David.
2: David wouldn't become the fly. He would become the fruit fly. Just a little, you know. <laughs> hey, Graham. Oh, what uh? What, what, what did we, you just what, say to me? <laughs> what, the fuck what did the... you say, man? I'll fucking kill
0: you. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> like... Hey, hey, Graham. Yeah. Um, what's your uh, recommendation for this week?
0: Fuck.
2: i mean i recommend people should Uh, yeah Yeah. (laughs) um
0: have jonas go i'll
2: go um so uh physical media i'm going to recommend a not horror movie that is as gory as a lot of horror movies and i'm only recommending this i'm recommending this because it's my favorite in this entry of films and also because best buy is not selling physical media anymore because they're assholes so get your steelbooks from best buy uh exclusives while you still can online and stuff. And this one is Punisher Warzone. Oh Punisher, Punisher Warzone is an absolute piece of shit and it's awesome. Like it's a uh,
3: Oh, that movie rocks,
2: man. Yeah, that it's movie's like,
0: the best Punisher movie. That easily. is
3: exactly what a Punisher movie should be.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's easily the best <laughs> Punisher. Um
3: McNulty like from The Wire is the bad guy. <laughs> yeah,
2: it's fucking great. Um, but you know, like objectively speaking, it is a very bad movie that is very awesome. Um, it's one of my it's easily my favorite Punisher movie um, so yeah you should get that um, you can still get like their Best Buy exclusives on the website for like the regular price they're not like you know price gouging or anything yet but literally starting tomorrow they're not selling physical media in the stores anymore um, and then also this is a graphic I, novel called I, Love Sick
1: I, by the way I love that Best Buy is just like what, what like at this point like what do you buy at Best Buy i mean you know i mean nothing other...
2: appliances that's about I, it do, do, I,
1: do you do you buy, buy appliances at best buy i don't know I see like, a lot of them...
2: people walking out with washing machines and shit like it's weird
3: yeah tvs audio equipment i don't know yeah. i get headphones from there they got a pretty good warranty Yeah.
2: i was... mean honestly their physical media their physical media thing has been dying for a long time and then like the last three months they just decided to say fuck you we're not going to sell them anymore which is a bummer because they had a lot of like exclusive stuff that was just to them. But uh, Walmart is unfortunately the one that's coming in and taking the crown now. And they're going to be the one that's doing all the exclusives and stuff. So I, okay, and I, just,
3: I just remembered I dropped an AirPod down a storm drain yesterday god oh,
2: damn it that's a bummer
3: and this is the first time that it ever happened it was incredible it was like a heat seeking missile it's like i dropped <laughs> it bounced off my <laughs> foot and then like just rolled into this one storm drain on that block oh my god
2: it happened in slow motion we were like no not even
3: because i didn't even know that that was a danger until it was already down there i was just sort of like watched it fall i'm like oh okay i'll get it again oh
2: no like god damn it yeah um so, yeah, my other recommendation was this one. It's a graphic novel called Lovesick. There's an entire series of them. Uh, the author, um, illustrator, her name is Luana uh, Vecchio. And Luana Vecchio, you should check it out. Um, it's it's gross. It's uh, it's very much like a Hellraiser style um, super gross and horny graphic novel. Um, 100% horror. Um, and uh, i've read through it multiple times now and it's super good so if you're into graphic novels um that one's one of the best horror related ones that i've seen in quite a long time and that one was gotten for me from uh, on my birthday from lauren petrie from the alien murder sex podcast so bims be my recommendations
0: all right I, i'll go now um oh geez, i missed it all right uh so hot water music for music uh there's nothing good that's come out in the past like two weeks so i've been listening to old shit Hot water musics keep it together it's like their b-sides and shit it's really fucking fantastic um listen to that uh and listen to mccluskey mccluskey does dallas and um. fuck
3: yeah dude yeah did you, did you oh man uh man i got to see them last year i think that i have- didn't see mccluskey i've
0: never seen mccluskey i've seen future the left
3: I think they canceled the tour before they got to New York last year because their elites I hope he's okay. He had like some kind of inner ear problem and I hope it's nothing permanent, but like. Oh yeah, shit, they, I did yeah, not just, know that. Last year they toured the United States for the first time in 20 years and that was like one of those bands that I thought I was never going to see. But like, uh, yeah, they man, yeah, they sounded fucking amazing. They came and played Rev Hall here in Portland. It was so good.
0: Fucking rad. I love that band so much. And I love Future of the Left one of the
3: all-time great welsh punk bands or whatever
0: um, yeah for sure um and uh that's it i guess i haven't really been watching anything except uh uh, uh trash tv oh a, a lot of uh, uh the, ba- the british baking show it's such yeah. a like nice comforting show after this bullshit holiday stuff yeah. um uh, it's real nice to just burn out on that so that's it
2: also music uh i'll throw one in there just to add it to it uh dead air tooth grinder or teeth grinder i just sent it over to the boys not too long oh, ago Oh yeah
0: that was fun
2: um yeah they're a fucking great band uh called dead air and i've listened to a lot of their stuff since i sent that over uh, fucking great band you should check them out
1: oh boy um i it's been weird because i haven't been watching a lot i've been watching reacher um, as we talked about, um so I'm going to suggest Reacher. Uh, I'm not really going to suggest it, but if you watch it, you'll probably be like, "Yeah, I can just keep watching this." Yeah, yeah. Uh, like every episode, he's going to break a neck. You know what I mean? Like we can trust like that cereal. You can right, just keep going. You just keep going. You're like, if I just keep milking the bottom, I'm just going to mm-hmm. keep going. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I am going to suggest the last podcast on the left's um, on a series on uh the. um It is it turns out it's not a soccer team. It is a rugby team that crashed the Andes, the alive uh mm-hmm. um, people mm-hmm. their their three-part series on that is um absolutely fantastic i i enjoy the i enjoy the um i enjoy that they changed uh, uh people so quick when they had problems on their thing and ed larson has been a great addition he's actually pretty he's a funny funny guy um have you guys ever worked with him
2: ed larson rules yeah, yeah. he's great
1: have
3: you ever worked with him david no i don't know who that is
1: He's a stand-up
0: I, I haven't either. Yeah, he's yep. a,
1: he's a stand-up and he's and uh, he's and he's uh, and he's, uh he is the new like third host of uh, last podcast on the left. Um after the- He used to float
2: through New York a lot, but he hasn't been in, in like in quite some time. He pretty much like kind of stays in California for the most part.
1: Yeah. And, um, but, uh, the series on, uh, that, uh, situation in the Andes, uh, a lot like their Donner Party series. If you, I was going like, to
3: say that was like, cause that's like a class. I haven't listened to that podcast in a long time, but that's like one of their classic, uh, yeah. series. That was really good. I
1: remember. And the Alive series is like that. And like, and like the Donner Party series, when you actually hear about people, um, um, eating other people it's it's way more harsh when you get into the details like it's just like way more um uh but the the cool thing about this series is it's actually kind of oddly uplifting because they really do like they were all very good to each other they all like unlike the donner party which started killing people to eat them they did not do any of that they were just eating the bodies that that died and um and they were just a young rugby team and they all worked together and it's just it actually ends up being sort of for a bunch of people dying and for them having to do something that most people would be repulsed by it's actually kind of a really positive story about how they have, you know, how they have
3: you seen alive i have seen alive yeah, it's, a, it's a good movie and it's like uh because of that i think because it's not like kind of a geek show thing it's like it's sort of an inspirational story even though it is like super fun. yeah
1: exactly and like that that's kind of like really my wheelhouse is like let's feel good about this like these people were in like a brutal situation and they did what they had to do and they like mm-hmm. straight up ate their friends you know what i mean like mm-hmm. and um um i always like that i didn't write it but i like the hard times article which is like black metal bands already eating each other when their mm-hmm. car breaks down on the side <laughs> of the road um you know um but it's um um it's uh i don't know it's a, it's a cool story um Yeah, I've been listening to a lot of uh, a lot of old reggae, a lot of old rock steady stuff, uh, '60s stuff, uh, Laurel Akin and things like that. And uh, I strongly suggest that if anybody wants a cool uh, list, uh, let me let me know, and I'll or uh, go go, cool playlist or something like that. Hit me up on social media, and I'll happily pass that on. Graham.
0: Yeah, I just I remembered I watched Prometheus and Covenant again, and they both fucking rule. I don't care what you say.
3: Prometheus is unfairly maligned, man. No, they're both awful and, movies. But no, yeah, okay, they fucking rule. Nope.
0: Both nope. of them are dope as nope. hell. Nope, nope. Wrong. And yep. covenant, is wrong. Covenant you are is a, wrong. And covenant I know is a this fucking
1: a great horror film. No, both those movies yep. are it's, unwatchable. No, nope, you're wrong. <laughs>
0: Silly. <laughs> silly goose, Un- <laughs> silly goose. <laughs> unwatchable
3: yeah oh, those are fighting words
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: he's gonna boop him on the nose and be like no your guy watch- <laughs> walking up to <laughs> guy walking up
3: to jack reacher like who are you looking at silly goose <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> all right uh mr 20 take us out
3: um. Okay. So first of all, I just want to recommend Club Random, the Bill Mar, the Bill Maher YouTube series. Um, he's just so funny and so insightful, and he definitely doesn't get too high to make sense on every episode. <laughs> <laughs> he has really good guests. I, I'm, I'm so- kidding. Yes, I. Guess I um, am. <laughs> uh okay so i was sick like a couple weeks ago so i started a rewatch of deadwood which i have not watched in a long time and it is the greatest television show of all time <laughs> and if you have not seen it you need to do yourself a fucking favor cocksucker and watch that <laughs> show. It's, it's so, so good. good every character is perfect in it and it just like i don't know i i like people dudes are getting so mad that they cry like all the time (laughs) like um
1: i think i'm the only one who doesn't like it i i really like like i like it in doses but i kind of feel like i feel like like the scenario is cool but like there's no bigger over they did this with this show called big love too for a while which was about like Bill Paxton and he had like multiple wives close yeah. to And like Yeah, it was also is, a good show. So <laughs> but but nothing happens in these shows. Like Deadwood, like literally nothing happens. Like it's literally like they're like, okay, we got Al Sworgingen So
3: much and, happens in that But but show.
1: but they but it's no big story. It's like they're like it, it it's literally like a sitcom where they're like okay well we have this like scenario and now we have to like set them up rather than like we have a story that involves these people it's like we no, have a scenario hey, it's like it's one of the real like, life events like, like
3: the era like the the show is about the american dream man it's about <laughs> yeah, uh, we're so all good. against you on this one ryan about, i'm sorry it's <laughs> about <is> the <laughs> expansion of the american west is about i mean the the story in like of that show is it's about how this mining camp in South Dakota became incorporated into the United States and became like a real town and stuff. And like all the messy shit that went on around that. But within that, so much fucking shit happens dude. like, the, like I, I the think it's literal. Wild bill. And like the... yeah, that happens
1: like halfway through the first series. And like, and like, um, and also like, I think it's literally like, they're like, it, it's like South park. It's like, at some point you're like, okay, this is just kids cussing and I really think it's like it's like
2: There's that that's true dude, like, swear, that. it's like
1: it's like pretty much it's like you you know what other thing was like this was six feet under which was like like literally like every single season they just also like,
3: considered to be one of the greatest yeah, dude you know, it's, 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 yeah. I, because it's because <laughs> it's, it's serious, like man.
2: from a
1: storytelling point of view it's crap like like literally like every season they're like okay what are we gonna put Nate through this season it's oh, like killing it. no you're so wrong no it's wrong yeah. it's, 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 it's like, literally now nothing you know I man I watch the Sopranos—they're
3: just doing mafia stuff, though. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> You're gonna shit
2: on Rome and Oz and Carnival
3: too. What the fuck is wrong? Man, <laughs> early 2000s uh, HBO in general is is one of my recommendations. Fire. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, whatever. Deadwood
2: gets slow though. Somebody does just walk onto the screen and just be like, "Hey, guys, cunt." All right,
1: go. like... <laughs> it's it's pretty much like it's pretty much like Al Sworzening is like a fucking stand-up comedian who just comes out and like does like a fucking set every show. That's that's. Oh, he's
0: bitter.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. We're
3: ending yeah. the year
4: on some that fucking show <laughs> my friends.
3: You ever noticed how men and fucking women are different, <laughs> you cocksuckers? <pox> <laughs> He's like oh um, white guys
1: dance
3: like this and uh um... yeah <laughs> but so so deadwood um reacher obviously uh let's say um oh you know the first two Soundgarden eps i just like okay. I, I just threw those on the other day just for like I hadn't listened to that shit in a very long time, and I am not like a Soundgarden guy, but the original Sub Pop stuff is so fucking good. Yeah, and I've yeah. also been listening to a lot of Sugar, the Bob Mold stuff from the mm-hmm. early nineties. Oh yeah, unreal, so good. Um, and it, like uh, this is a little bit, uh, this is a little, it's it's kind of corny, but I like uh, I like David Bowie's Tin Machine stuff too. I've been listening to that hmm. lately as yeah. well. Um, the
0: slick is from bob mold is one of my favorite songs ever. i
3: mean all the show like everything from sugar is so good yeah i can't believe how like how good and, and good idea and like easy to listen oh. to it is compared to husker dude too because like i like husker do a lot but like sugar is like those are like almost pop songs and they're so good they're fully yeah um, a lot of them <laughs> And then uh the other thing is the Guys podcast. I don't know if you guys are familiar with uh with Murder Brian on t- on Twitter, but uh it's this guy Murder or this guy he goes by uh Murder Brian is his uh Twitter handle. His name is Brian Quimby. He has a show called Guys a podcast about guys and I am obsessed with it. It's uh, like every episode is about a different type of guy. So He's done horror guys. That was an episode that he did where he found some truly depraved individuals on YouTube or whatever, but like he's done. I'm trying to think what's like the first episode he did was sex guys. And uh, like he was reading like reviews of hedonism to the sex resort on trip, Revi- trip <laughs> And nice. he's just like, this guy is just like, he's got a knack for finding these incredibly strange people on the internet. And, uh, like anytime that I describe this to people, they're like, this sounds like the worst thing ever, but I'm fucking fascinated by it. I'll
1: check it. I'll check it out. I
3: will totally check it out. He's done classic rock guys, which was like, that was mostly people being mad at the rock and roll hall of fame for inducting (laughs) Missy Elliott and shit like that. Like, it's yeah, I don't know. It's uh it's about uh it's about fandom and loneliness and uh I think it's really interesting and it's a, a very uh relevant podcast to our times, I think. If there was no other podcast I spent 5
0: days at hedonism too. Okay. Uh, and really? almost died of uh alcohol poisoning. Yeah. <laughs> really <laughs> Holy shit. Of it's all people very, I wouldn't very have expected long you. story, but yeah. yeah.
2: I wouldn't have expected out of all of us. I would not have expected Graham to be the one that went to a fuck resort.
3: So, (laughs) so wait, you thought that Ryan would be the guy? For sure, would be the one. He'd just be throwing dick around. (laughs) Oh my god! So Graham, out of five stars on TripAdvisor, what would you give it? Three. Okay. (laughs) No four.
0: Four four
3: okay <laughs> that is pretty that's a pretty strong endorsement because yeah i've never really behind, i but... don't
0: go to a lot of resorts so mm-hmm. i don't have a lot to uh compare it to but i it'd had a great, good fucking time
2: it'd be a great review <laughs> just like this is the only one i've been to so four stars out of five because i yeah. almost died i had <laughs> to right. star right. off
0: right it was the year uh uh the marshall mathers ep that came out the day before we left for it
2: oh that's a fun time stamp yeah that's yeah, a- yeah it's an interesting time <laughs> in in white history. Like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. Uh David, it's uh, great to uh great to see you. Um I'll see you probably in yeah, the so ne- next couple weeks. You got anything coming up uh anything big? You're uh...
3: Um yeah, so uh January of Portland, January 4th, I'm going to be at uh going to be on 51st jokes here at uh revolution hall show bar um i'll be there. i'm on that
1: too so yeah <laughs> it's gonna be
3: great it's uh, the that's like such a fun show and i'm really excited to do it again um january uh 11th i'm going to be in independence oregon at uh i forget the name of the venue you can find all this stuff on my website seattle uh january 12th and 13th i'm gonna be opening for my friend kate willett at club comedy seattle and then i'm going to be in washington dc january 26th and 27th at hotbed uh comedy dc
2: Ooh. fuck yeah fuck yeah dude.
1: nice work um thanks to everybody for uh, tuning in we uh um we have uh, been having you know we took uh, last week off um you know because uh, because we care about christmas and family bullshit i actually couldn't handle it um we had a great <laughs> little show lined up and i we I, all
2: had our own holiday meltdowns it was yeah, great. yeah we, it was <laughs> great. we
1: literally every single one of us
2: like like
1: nearly was killed um so yeah, yeah. But, mm-hmm. but you know what we kept people kept listening and kept tuning in um united states still number one let's see what state's number one new york number one california number two oregon number three Washington, number four, Texas, Texas, um, Pennsylvania, Arizona, Illinois, Ohio, Virginia, Colorado, Georgia, Tennessee, D.C., Massachusetts. God, we, we actually do fucking good everywhere. Um, we, spread, we
2: spread it around
1: let's see the, the our least listened to state is uh, wyoming which uh know, yeah.
2: it's mm-hmm. only like eight people that right.
4: has the mm-hmm. fewest like,
3: people fine. so that's yeah. like yeah
1: yeah <laughs> and you know um, the fewest people i give a fuck about um and um no i'm kidding there's gonna Damn, be like three cold. fans in
3: wyoming that are no, just like you
2: piece
0: of shit <laughs> like, <laughs> you piece Ryan of shit has alienated <laughs>
1: so many states
0: of, of but Listen, i'm
1: from colorado and if anybody in colorado wants to talk about it and, fa- and say
3: <laughs> that i'm listen wrong
4: more. oh you guys could... have like a
3: you have a rivalry over who's the best rectangle state <laughs> that's exactly hilarious. yeah that's, that would be, that's a good actually uh, his
2: shitting on wyoming was just a bleeding over from him shitting on deadwood he just does not like people in
1: those states. yeah colorado wyoming Arizona. Um, um four corner states and above i mean no i mean like wyoming's got its good point like you can buy amazing crack in rock springs
3: um and uh I saw probably the scariest looking person I've ever seen in Casper one time when I stopped yeah. for gas. There. I mean, it makes
1: sense. L- l- Wyoming's like a fucking like a for real place. Like I like, there's a couple states I wouldn't fuck around <laughs> in, and it's one of them. Like Montana thinks they're tough and like Western, they're not. Ugh. go to Wyoming. Wyoming is like is 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 for real. There's just something. It's something about that cold wind. That just like butt breaks them. You take you take eighty through Wyoming, and I'll tell you, it's uh, uh you, you, your chances of dying pretty solid. Um, yeah. UK coming in second, Canada you're in third, New Zealand solidly in fourth place with Germany right behind it. Australia you fall into fifth place. You are actually tied with Sweden and Turks and Caicos, Turks and Caicos Islands, Sweden and Australia still in there, and then India. How do we have so many fans in India? I like, I just like, I, which is just the most fantastic thing in the world. Like I love it. I like ate Indian food for dinner. I, I love, <laughs> I love India. Like, I love the idea that we're great there, which is just followed right by Mexico and then Poland, Netherlands and France. Um, thank you so much for everybody. Oh, and then Puerto Rico. Um, thank you so much everybody for, uh, for following us. And, uh, I hope you made it through the holidays, uh, less scathed than I did. And, uh, and the rest of our team, um, because, uh, we, we nearly killed us. Um,
2: it was a rough one
1: it was this one was rough this one was uh, particularly rough I even said big at the beginning big this shout this
0: big big shout out to the what this
3: episode was no no oh, this holiday this, <laughs> <all laughs> <of>, this, <laughs> <episode, laughs> this episode is actually
0: we're not having <laughs> David
3: back we barely survived <laughs> the last one yeah yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> no but shout out also to the army of the goddamn uh, Michael Foley, Drew Maldowney Stephanie Gurley, Katie Wiking Chris Fortune, Alan Graham Bacon Bits the Cat Angela, uh, Jasmine Pettit, Jason Daniels, Jake Jolly, Mom, Ron Knobloch, Kristen Pearl, Manny Velazquez, Coleman Rosenberg, Ryan Smith, Jared Warren, uh, Michelle Vizina, Brandon Housen, and that's it. <laughs> thank yeah you.
1: Um, and uh that army of the goddamn is our patreon supporters and uh if you want to get na- you want to get your name read on there go f- and uh, go to aghp 666 at uh patreon and uh we have f- multiple tiers we even have a one dollar tier if you just want to say thank you uh for this thing and, and also I'm-
2: just real quick for that army of the goddamn the first uh the first 2024 episode of the grindhouse on patreon is going to be coming soon and the movie that we're covering is dead girl. So we're gonna get real nasty about a movie about necrophilia. So it's gonna be a fucking gross one. Uh, so if you're into extreme horror, that's what we're gonna be doing on there. And also, uh, shout out to Morbidly Beautiful uh, for having us on the uh, having us on the channel. There, uh, you can always go to morbidlybeautiful.com and check us out there, uh, along with our link tree. So but support everything that more Beautiful beautiful's doing there cuz they're they got fucking podcasts they got articles they got reviews they got all sorts of shit so definitely check them out
4: start fires break glass bye <laughs>